0: However you got here, you're currently listening to the Perry Hall Family Worship Center podcast. Thanks for giving us a chance. If today's message speaks to you, encourages you, or just leaves you with questions, you can reach out to us at connect at perryhall.life. Okay, so our topic today is God is always good. God is always good. So we can look at this and we can continue to add on it. God is good absolutely good God is always good absolutely all the time so I just want to review a little bit we're back in the book of James Um, I'm going to make some traction here so buckle your seatbelt. we're clear for takeoff and here we go we went through last week we called it the pathway to sin okay remember that the pathway to sin we were in James chapter 1 verse 13 let me just read this and we'll kind of pick up some speed here. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. Verse 14, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it brings birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Now, here's what I want to say here. We talked about this a little bit, but this goes hand in hand for where we're going in a moment here. But when bad things happen, can I say this, don't blame God. We have a tendency of blaming God for when things go wrong. When we do something and we end up blaming God. And we see in this scripture, it's not God's fault. It's not God's fault. We see in situations we're saying, God, why me? God, how much more are you going to give me? Isn't this enough? I can't handle this. As if God is dealing out bad things for our lives. And God doesn't do that because God's a good God. So we can't blame God. And I'll say this too. In one sense, we can't even blame the devil. We look in this scripture that we just read here and it doesn't say nothing about the devil. It says we fall fallen in sin by our own desire. Now, it's hard to comprehend sometimes because we all think we're perfect. We all think it's the other person who's wrong. It's someone else. It's that woman you gave me, God, that's what Adam said. But that's not what the Bible was saying here. The Bible is saying, don't blame God. But also, this is crazy, but we can't always blame the devil either. We like to blame the devil. The devil made me do it, you know, stuff like that. When we see in our text, no, it wasn't the devil. It wasn't the devil. We see here where it says, but each one, verse 14, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desire and enticed. His own desire. Now, when, we, when we're drawn away by our own desire, and that verse 15 says, then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. So that temptation in our mind leads us to doing something, or not doing something. So the temptation, we need to stop the temptation. We can't give in to it. Okay, so now let's just kind of pick it up where James now, he's talking about the evil. Now he's talking about good. He's talking about God is good. We go from desire to really his provision. So I want to pick it up in James chapter one, verse 16 through 18. Let me just read these couple verses. And here we go. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren, for every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruit of his creation. Now, we see there's a lot there, and we see that God's bringing some clarity here. But I want to say, I want to get back to verse 16 now. It says, do not be deceived. Now, we see here, my beloved brother, and he's talking to the church. He's talking to the Christians. And if you remember how this story went, James is writing to the 12 tribes, most Jewish Christians now that have been scattered abroad, and he's pastoring them. He's giving them direction. And he goes and says, don't be deceived. This deceive means to be led astray. It means to be misled. Now, we are human beings, and we can be so easily deceived. We can be so easily misled by a whole bunch of things. It's very easy. There's many voices out there that has given us direction, so to speak. Now, we have culture that's trying to say one thing. And they give you an they, and they're passionate about whatever they believe. We have the news, they're giving us, they're giving that's a voice that we're hearing. They're trying to give us direction that's gonna mislead us. Politics, I don't even have to talk about that one because that's very misleading. How about people? People can be very misleading to you. They may have a good thought, a good, good um a perspective on something, but what's gonna happen is be careful because James is saying, be alert here. Don't get deceived. And it's coming down to each and every one of us. It's up to you not to get deceived. It's up to you to know what you're following. It's up to you to know the word of God and then know what is truth. Because if you don't know the truth, you can be led away by many things. Many people are misled, even by preachers, pastors, Now here's what I wanna say here. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you got the Holy Spirit indwelling in you. He's living inside of you. So you gotta tap into that because that's what's gonna tell you, man, there's something wrong with this preaching. There's something wrong with this teacher that I'm watching on TV. There's something wrong with this person's opinion. It sounds good, but it doesn't, doesn't feel right. Don't be misled because now that's up to you to move on, not to, not to hear and listen to everything that is said. But again, a lot of times it's even ourself. <laughs> you know, the, the way we think and the way we, we talk. You know, sometimes we'll justify our behavior and believe something that we know is contradicting to God's word. We know it's against God's word, but for some reason we'll justify it. We're being misled. We're misleading our very own self. So then he gets into verse 17, just kind of taken apart. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of the lights with there is no variation, that means shifting or changing, and, or a shadow of turning. See, when, it, when it's using this um, example here, father of lights, it's like the, the heavenly lights. Them lights, they don't go away. We might twist, our our planet might twist and it gets dark, but them lights haven't gone away, they're still there. But everything that we have that is good comes from God. Everything that is bad comes from the devil. But you have the choice to make. It's like a road, you know what I mean? It's a road, it's a fork in the road. You can choose because it's up to each and every one of us to make this decision. And James is kind of saying, look, guys, it's up to you. Be careful here. He's saying it to to the 12 tribes, but it's also to each and every one of us. And I want to say we come through intersections on the road all the time. (laughs) I mean, every day we have choices to make. Some of them are going to be bad. Some of them are going to be good. The Holy Spirit inside you, if you're listening, he'll give you direction. He'll give you direction. Sometimes we don't, know. we don't know which way to go in life. We don't know whether to go left or whether to go right. Is it going to be the right decision? Is it going to be the wrong decision? Let me just say this. Stay in prayer. Stay in prayer. Stay in prayer. Ask God to show you. Continue to read your word. If you're still not getting it, you make the decision. You make the decision and stay in prayer. Because again, the Holy Spirit will direct us as we apply our faith. So we continue to go here and we have to remember something about Jesus. Hebrews 13, 8 says this, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's not going to speak to you one way and then the next week talk to you another way. He's not going to change his mind on his, uh, on his theology, we'll put it that way. He's not going to change his mind on that. He's going he's to say that I love you and he's not going to say tomorrow, well, I don't love you anymore. Or you made a mistake, so I don't love you. He's not going to say that because he's loving you today, tomorrow, and forever. And when we begin to comprehend this, we got to realize that God is love. God is love. I'm so glad that James has switched gears because the past week or two, sermons or two, it was a little rough going through the turbulence in the air there because he was, James was really pointing a finger to each and every one of us, dealing with temptation and sin, but now he's turned it to God's love. In one sense, if we go back to the verse again in verse 14, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. See, it's our decision to make the bad mistakes. It's our decisions to go left or right. It's our decision to go to the Lord or to our own selfish desire. So now we get into verse 18. And it says, of his own will, of God's own will, of his own desire, what he wanted to do, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruit of his creation. The first fruit is always the best. And James is talking to, he's encouraging the 12 tribes, and God is encouraging you and I as well. You know what? We are his first choice. We are, we are his best. We really are. And everything else is underneath of us. All the animals, life, and everything else is below us. We are his, we are his first creation. Now, it says here, and his will, of his will, he brought us. Of His will. Think about this: It's for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself, a gift from God. That's anyone should boast. It's His will. It's not what you do, because we've already failed the test. It didn't take us long to fail. But Jesus is telling us here. We see it in the Word of God. It's that gift again that He's given us. It's it's a free gift, and we're talking about salvation. It's the best gift. It's an awesome gift. For by grace you have been saved through faith and not, not of yourself, a gift from God. We were talking about this in our, uh, our small group Wednesday. And God has a gift for you. Salvation, it's the best thing. It's the most perfect thing. He's got this thing for us, right? This, this gift. And I just want to turn it around a little bit and just say, you give me a gift. Just say, you come in next week and you got me a gift. A gift maybe whatever it may be wrapped up really nice and pretty you you spent a lot of time you spent uh time wrapping it. spent money on it and you give it to me i say i say okay thanks and i put it on the corner of the sound booth just think this for a minute a little little drill here we're doing then you come in next sunday and you see that gift still on the sound booth not even touched you come back the next week and it's still on the sound booth it's not even touched Just think for a minute, I wonder how God feels when he says, I got a gift for you. And we just don't, people just don't take it. You know, if the gift is for me, but at the same token, if I'm giving you a gift, I'm expecting you to take the gift and enjoy the gift and be blessed with it, but you don't take it. Kind of insulting, if you will. But we look at this scripture again, and we see that he brought forth, in verse uh, 18, Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, by the word of God, the first fruit. Man, he really loves you. God really loves you. My dad would always push that as well, how much Jesus really loves you. So I want to start winding down here, and I want to say this. What are some of the the take-home things that we can take from actually just last week and this week from James? One of them is deception, is deception. How we can fall into deception because we're being misled, because we're not understanding the word of God. This is the way cults start. They just hear somebody talk and they're not using the word of God or anything like that. So we see deception and deception can be very deceiving. So we all have to make sure that we're not being deceived by what we're hearing. Because remember, God wants to give us good gifts. We see that as another point. God is the gift, he's not only the giver, and he's not only the given the gift, but he's given it to you and I. He's given us the gift and he's the giver of it. And another thing we see is God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I thank the Lord we live in a New Testament and a new covenant, and God's promises that that um, he will bless us. He will bless us abundantly. So he doesn't stop giving to us because we fail him. It doesn't work that way. God gives us on the basis of his character and not basis on our character, thank the Lord. So God is both the giver, but he's also the source of the good gift. And I'll say this, God will never let you down. Sure, we go through different things in life, but God is never gonna let you down. We may fail him, but he's not going to fail us. Amen. So let me just kind of close with this here. God is good. God is good all the time, but let me say something else. God is good. And he's unchangeable all the time. He's unchangeable. He, he gives and he continues to give. And what we have to do is just know how to receive, just know how to receive. So I wanna close again with this main point here. This is this is an important point here, is that tune in to the Holy Spirit in you. I don't know how to stress that enough. If you're not tuning in to the Holy Spirit, you're gonna be misled, you're gonna be led down the wrong path. When When we see in scripture, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. That's for you, that's for me. Don't be deceived. So we have to be careful when everything that we are watching, because that is controlling our thought life, the things that we are hearing, that's gonna control us if we're gonna go left or right, things that we talk about, the things that we put in. So put the Word of God, put the Word of God in there. We can stand at this time now, and we got the prayer team we're gonna have on each side here. You may say, I don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) Let the prayer team pray with you and let them explain to you what we were talking about. Because if you're not saved, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, Jesus says this, you must be born again. If you're not born again, or if you don't have a clue what I'm talking about, I, I ask you to go to both sides here where the prayer, and let the prayer team pray with you and get you right with God. Because he's going to be the one that's going to help you from being misled. Amen? Okay, so I want to close with the prayer i want to close with a comment and these guys are gonna close with here and Officer Nate will be back up. Officer Nate's coming back up to give us a closing and some instructions as well. So you wanna to listen to his instructions. He's serious about them handcuffs. <laughs> so let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. This is, this is a great day. We celebrate my dad's birthday of 100. He went home to be with you just about a year and a half ago. And Lord, he played such an important part really on all of our lives right here today, Lord. And Father, we thank you for him. I thank you for my mom as well, Lord. What a team that them two made, uh, two godly people doing, uh, having godly lives and, and raising godly family. Lord, I thank you. And I, on behalf of me and my siblings here, I thank you for my parents. And Lord, I thank you for Jesus. Lord, most of all, He came as a gift. And Father, I thank you for that. I ask you, I ask your blessing on this church and each person here today, Lord. Father, that we don't get misled. Father, we don't let our selfish desire to lead us down the wrong path, Lord. But Father, we continue to know the right path by hearing you, the Holy Spirit in us. And Father, for you to just to continue to guide and direct us. Lord, I pray for this deception. I pray for the wrong direction. Lord, Father, bring us back on the wrong, right path if we're on the wrong. And Lord, I pray for your guidance. Lord, I pray for your guidance for each and every one of us and for your church here Perry Hall Family Worship Center. Amen. And I'll close with this right here. I love you and Jesus loves you. Amen. Thanks for giving the Perry Hall Family Worship Center podcast a chance. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review. And if you want to know more, we've got everything you need at perryhall.life.